The banks are crashing. What do we do? Also, what age will we be in heaven? And when did God create angels? Ask is packed full of good questions like this this week. So let's get into it. Hey, welcome once again to Ask. This is where, remember, you give questions. I answer them. These can be questions about life or the Bible, faith, um, anything else that you, you might have. We need your questions. So go to cornerstonebv.org. You know the routine. But if not, you click media, pops up, you click ask, you leave your question in the drop down. All right, let's get into our questions for this week. So here it is. Mmm. Not sure what to ask or where to start. So here it is in a nutshell. The banks are crashing. The government is stepping in. The rich will get richer. The poor will get poorer. Dot, 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 dot. And then several question marks. Okay. Well, when it comes to crashing banks and governments and politics, you will find far more informed people than me on the subjects, right? So let me deal with your question as best I can from a biblical uh, point of view. That's what we do here on Ask. So first, if you know and follow Christ, I'm assuming you do, but if you do, then I suggest you take a much less cynical tone towards things. Perhaps I might be, you know, misreading your tone because it's a really short question, so I don't want to be unfair, but my take is that you are frustrated, exasperated, and you're really thinking not great about the future. But we, as Christians, have to maintain our faith that God is in complete control over all civilizations across time. See, the fact is, every civilization is ruled by weak, sinful people who usually are not people who fear and follow God. Therefore, with few exceptions, there are exceptions, but a few of them, all civilizations are corrupt and then they tend to favor the rich and powerful. A cursory study of world history will show you this in an obvious way. So why would our country be any different? The fact is we are no different. And if given enough time before Jesus returns, we will fail and we will fall. You see, God in his infinite wisdom allows sin for now. He allows the terrible temporary effects that sin brings, and we experience it every day. We experience grief, pain, loss, sickness, injustice, and things like that every single day in one form or another. This is all due to the sin infection that all humans are warped by. However, as Christians, we understand that God is in ultimate control. He is in the process of redeeming and saving his people, and we and he will be patient until all who are called by him come to him. So in the end, we believe that God will judge those who are in sin, and this will include leaders of governments who have taken advantage of poor people, bank executives or anybody else. So we also believe, though, that God will redeem the earth, and he will destroy all sin and wickedness, and he will make it perfect. So it should not surprise us that such sinful things are happening now. And we should fight against these things uh, for the side of good, absolutely. And we should pray with great faith for God to make it right, definitely. But my point to you is to not have a fearful or cynical attitude and get caught up with political outrages. Instead, prioritize the kingdom of God. Do everything in your power to joyfully follow Christ and obey his word. Do so with a sense of joy that no matter how dark it is now, the light will come. God will make it right. Jesus will rule and he will reign and, and eternity is coming. So we do not have to be fretting and, and fighting. We believe, we obey, and we sing with joy and have confidence in Jesus. Hopefully that helps. Second question, when we die and go to heaven, what age will we be there? I like this question because it does bring up questions that we all have about eternity. So as Christians, 
We, we certainly believe that babies and even the unborn fetuses who are not able to consciously sin against God and die before they, they you know, consciously sin and they go to be with him. But are, they fetuses, are there fetuses or babies in heaven? Well, we're not told anything either way. Ultimately, we simply don't know. So here are two scenarios that are possible in my opinion, but they are just my opinion. So take it for what it's worth, which isn't much. The first option, this is we are at a prime age in heaven. So if you die when you're, say, 99, you will appear as you did in your prime, 20s, 30s maybe. If you died as a fetus or baby, you will appear as the person you were never allowed to realize here on earth. Um, so I think this is an option because we clearly don't have helpless babies and sick elderly people in heaven, right? However, I also think that option smacks of a little bit of fantasy to me, right? It's, it, heaven is described in the Bible as an experience that parallels the world we know, except without sin and corruption, of course. So therefore, I tend to lean towards option two, and that is that we are at the age we uh, are at when we died, but without the effects of sin. We might be 99, but our bodies and minds are perfected. We might be a baby, but we continue to grow up and continue to learn, and we never fade or get sick or suffer uh, an old age like what happens in this sinful life. See, we even see a parallel of this in pre-flood humanity. Yes, they did grow old and they eventually experienced the effects of Adam's sin, but they lived a much longer life of health and prosperity. You were able in those days to be several hundred years old and still very viable until God pronounced judgment after the flood and limited our age to 120 years in this life. So uh, I think in heaven, we can continue to grow older without the corruption and effects of sin. So again, let me reiterate, I truly don't know the answer. And this is just fun conjecture, but the answer is probably far more complicated and wonderful than we are capable of fully understanding. Okay, so what we do know is that for the believer, we get to live in the presence of God, where there is no sin, no wickedness, no disease, no death, and we get to grow more and more in the knowledge and love of God. So regardless of what my age is, sign me up. All right, so the, the last question is actually a two-parter. Usually don't allow this, but I'm going to. First part of this is, when God created darkness, did he create sin? Answer, no. God never uh, created darkness or sin. They are in fact parallel. Darkness is not a measurable substance. Darkness is just simply the absence of something. When you take the substance of light away, you have a void, which is darkness. But you cannot measure darkness as its like own substance. The same thing is with sin. God did not create sin because that would make God sinful, and he is certainly not that. Instead, sin is a necessary absence when you take away righteousness. Right? So sin only exists as a void, like darkness does. When something ceases to be light, then you have darkness. When something ceases or someone ceases to be righteous, then there needs to be a void, which is sinful, being sinful. So God did not create sin, but for our ability to willfully love and follow God to exist, then the void of when we don't do that also must exist, and that is sin. Jesus came to deal with sin and bring righteousness by the cross. And in so doing, he is the light that shatters the darkness. I know that was a little complicated, so let me know if I need to clarify. Second part of that same question is who was on the earth first, Adam or Satan? 
Well, we're not told exactly when angels were created and Satan was a fallen angel, but Job 38, 4-7 seems to hint that angels were present for creation. Verse 7 says that the morning stars sang, which could be referring to angels singing praises to God. That would mean angels, including Satan, were created first. Although, it is certainly possible that the poetry of Job is using symbolic language to simply kind of seek to explain the glory of God in creation. However, Revelation 12, 9 and 22, 20 verse 2, tell us that Satan is a serpent, right, with a strong allusion to Genesis 3. So we believe that Satan used a, certain in the gar a serpent in the garden to tempt Adam and Eve to sin. And this would, of course, suggest that Satan and the other angels were created before Adam. However, we can't really know that for sure either because, well, we don't know exactly the timeline of Adam and Eve being created and then eating the fruit. So it's possible, while not being very likely, that the angels, including Satan, were created, uh, and then Satan rebelled and then tempted Adam and Eve. But I would strongly lean towards the angels being created before people. But again, it's conjecture, but I think it's pretty biblically accurate as far as we can ever know. Great questions that get us thinking. Remember to submit more, cornerstonebv.org. Hopefully we'll see you this weekend, uh, 5 o'clock Saturday or 9 or 11 on Sunday. If you don't have a church home and you live locally, please join us. I know it can be nerve-wracking, but you, know, you can just walk in. You'll be greeted. We won't make you stand up. We won't make you do anything dumb. And you can just kind of see what God has for you. So hopefully we'll see you then. God bless you, and see you next week.